You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you're a 415-er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415, hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the Odyssey app, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. That is Mark Grandy. I am Evan Giddings, coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. Got some good news as Brock Purdy is back throwing a football. We hope that continues. Also have some news about a former 49ers quarterback and also a, kind of a, a fun little... Uh, nugget we want to toss around mark see if we can spark a good conversation before we dig into today's episode what's going on man how are you i'm doing well uh nice holiday weekend i had monday off took some time off traveled up north to see some buddies from school it was a lot of fun uh recovering from a long weekend but it was good how are you doing Oh, it was it was swell. Yeah. Three day weekend. Of course, everyone listening uh, apologize for the Memorial Day absence, but uh, everything 24 hours as far as the holidays is concerned, pushing this thing back a little bit, uh, but had a great time. Hung out in the city and I'm glad you enjoy your time up in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. and uh, also enjoy for those kind of wondering about the ambiance here. Everyone um being able to to sit through some some bustling noise in the background as well, so not a, not not exactly a live show, Mark, but you know we're, we're getting the the vibe from the people. Yeah, no, no, it, it adds uh it adds a nice uh, I don't know atmosphere to the podcast is what I'll say. Yeah, the four one fivers are out and about, and <laughs> uh, and Brock Purdy is back out on the field, Mark, because he's expected to begin throwing a football this week, which aligns with after the. The surgery that was originally pushed from late February to early March starts the, the the secondary part of his timeline, which after three months ideally takes him into early September. And, of course, that aligns with week one of the football season, which is exactly what we've heard from Kyle Shanahan, from John Lynch, from everyone in the know. Uh, so it appears to be all go for Brock Purdy at this point, and everyone seems pretty optimistic, continued, uh, that he'll be back week one. Yeah, it, it seems like they just continue to check off a number of different boxes. Uh, first, it was have the successful surgery. Of course, we know that happened uh, in early March, as, as you laid out. And then from there, it's just get through the first few months without a setback. Uh, I think last week when we talked, um, he was using a, a towel to kind of simulate the throwing motion, but not really put any unnecessary stress on the elbow. And now, per reports... He's expected to actually pick up a football and throw. Now, it's it's not going to be him unleashing 50-yard spirals down the field. It's it's going to start out very slow and, and easy and, you know, quick eight-yard outs. He's, he's going to, you know, throw it out to the flat to his running backs or to whoever he's even throwing to to, to act like if, if it was a real in-game throw, it would be out to the flat 
to a running back or to Kyle Juszczyk or to Debo Samuel for a wide receiver screen. It, it's going to start there, obviously, and that's not a surprise. Um, but the good news is, at this point, again, approaching the three-month mark post-surgery, at this mark, he's seemed to pass each and every single test. Now, there's still a lot more tests to pass before he actually returns onto a football field against an opponent, um, opponent that wants to try to hurt his elbow again. Um, it, 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 we're still a long way from that. But the good news is, Evan, as you laid out earlier, three months have gone by, and it's been nothing but good news since then. So that is gigantic. That is huge. That is so incredibly positive. All I'll say is there's, there's still a long way to go. There is. Uh, but one thing that NFL Network's Ian Rappaport added that I thought was kind of interesting is that if Darnold or Lance have to start for a week or two, that's fine. So I, it kind of aligns with the way that I've looked at this quarterback room, Mark, and it, it's, it's Brock Purdy's once he's back, and everything else is pretty much up in the air. So you know, I, I, basically the way that, that I've seen Brock Purdy's progression has been everything has been green-lighted thus far. Obviously, room for potential error. Um, but, but hey, I mean, credit to, you know, the, the, the surgeon, the doctor who put this thing together because so far it's looked like everything is healed properly. It's now just about how he looks actually throwing a football. And so, you know, for me, I, I, I still contend that no matter if it's Trey Lance or Sam Darnold to start the season, which potentially could happen, um, it is Brock Purdy's spot whenever he's back. And you know, that doesn't necessarily mean he's the Niners quarterback of the future, but for me, that makes Brock Purdy the quarterback of the near future. And with him being expected to throw a football this week, I feel very confident that in saying without any more setbacks at all, uh, he is going to be under center. And I think, it looks like it's going to happen week one, which would be fantastic because the 49ers could finally have some continuity, ideally at the quarterback position, something that's tended to escape them in recent years. It, it does feel like that's the direction in with which we're heading. Uh, I I don't know. It, I, I still wouldn't be terribly surprised if he misses a, a week or two or, or whatever the situation is, but you're right. If that's the situation and it's just out of – I don't know, pure caution on the 49ers part, it, it's really not a big deal. Of course, the 49ers would love to put out what they would argue is their best team, the, the, the guys that give them their best chance to win all 18 weeks. They would absolutely love that, of course. But if your starting quarterback misses a game, two perhaps, to start a year, it's not going to sink you, even if you lose both of those games. Again, it's not ideal. But it's not going to kill everything that you have, have dreamt of this entire offseason for things that you hope to accomplish in, in the coming year. So um, it does seem like, Evan, if things continue to progress as they are, he might not miss any games, at least with this injury. Who knows what the future holds? But even if you're looking on a, a more pessimistic view, which I think is probably the angle I have – I have been on the road I have been on for most of this offseason. Um, even if you were sharing that view with me, he misses a week. All right, so what? I mean, I almost, I don't, I wouldn't say I want it to happen, but I wouldn't mind it happening because at least it means, I would hope, you get a shot at Trey Lance. And even if it's a loss, even if he, he plays horribly, okay, we had another look at him, Not did not look good. 
go back to Brock, then he's fully healthy and he plays well. And that can kind of put to bed this Trey Lance thing. So um, it does seem like, Evan, we're heading down a road where almost no matter what happens, it's okay for the 49ers because I think they have given themselves enough of a cushion considering all the talent that they have that even if Purdy isn't back by week one or week two or whatever the situation is, they'll stay afloat and they'll be fine even without him. Oh, let me ask you this then. If it isn't what you want, which is Sam Darnold starting the first couple of weeks for the 49ers, then are you okay with Brock Purdy not being available week one? Uh, I'm, I am fine with, I, I guess, how do I put this? I'm okay with Brock Purdy not being available. I'm upset at the 49ers decision to play Sam Darnold over Trey Lance. I don't think Purdy missing a week or two to start the year is a big deal at all. Again, it's not ideal, but it, it's not going to sink you. But if you have an opportunity to play Trey Lance, I think you need to play Trey Lance. That's a conversation we've had plenty of times. We can dive into it more as the offseason goes on and, and we get maybe further information about the battle between Purdy and, or pardon me, between Lance and Darnold. But if that's a decision that they make, maybe it's the right decision, but I'm still going to be frustrated by it because after all this time, I just, I just want to see Trey Lance play some football games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, it looks like even if Brock Purdy's available, it'll only be for a couple of games, but at least that's that's kind of a tryout period. And in addition, of course, to the preseason, which I'm sure he'll get the majority uh, of the opportunities, hopefully first-team reps, we shall see. Uh, but but the other part of this, Mark, is you know Brock Purdy was speaking last week about the quarterback room and, you know, quote-unquote, loves the dynamic. And uh, this entire report to me sort of uh, aligns with that. And because when you are the guy, uh, you should like the dynamic of your quarterback room because everyone there is there to help you. And so when I hear the combination of Brock Purdy being on schedule, the timeline secondarily has started for him to start week one, along with him enjoying all the camaraderie and not really feeling, I think, the, the tensity that a lot of fans are kind of thrusting upon the, the quarterback room. Um, I hear the 49ers being in a better place than I thought a couple of weeks ago as it pertains to their quarterbacks, because as we discussed, the biggest issue I have is, is not that you have three starting caliber quarterbacks is, is that there wasn't really a hierarchy without Brock Purdy being involved in that. And from everything and all the signs we're seeing that issue becomes very clearly remedied when Brock Purdy is available to go because he is your unequivocal QB one uh, to me, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold in typical backup fashion battle for that second spot. And then whoever is on the short end of the stick becomes QB three. So that hierarchy sorts itself out when you have your guy. And when it looks like Brock Purdy is expected to be on track for week one, that to me is a great sign, not only for, of course, stability, from your starting quarterback, uh, but also the rest of the pieces falling into place because that was my biggest issue with the room up until this point. 
Yeah, you mentioned the hierarchy. It obviously requires there being uh, a top dog. Um, and the way that the 49ers are talking about Brock Purdy and everything that he's accomplished on the field, it gives him that sense of superiority. I mean, he's he's the, the quarterback starter. He's, he's QB1. He's the guy. Um, but I think what you said there at the very end, it requires the players and the people – behind him maybe a little bit lower on the totem pole to buy in and understand what the situation is and again we we talked a little bit about this last week who knows what trey lance feels and perhaps has voiced behind closed doors but everything that he's saying publicly um is hey i absolutely love brock purdy he's been incredible he deserves to be the starter he deserves to be the guy the way that everyone is talking about him is dead on it's accurate it's perfect it's great and I'm just here for a chance to compete with Sam Darnold for the QB2 spot, whatever it is, fill in the blank. He's just here to do that. But it seems like he understands whether he thinks it's fair or not or the right decision or not. He knows where he fits in right now. Um, and that is, I think, as important as, uh, you know, as having that guy at the very front. Uh, because in a, situ- in a situation like this where both guys are relatively unproven, you can kind of get that awkwardness and you can kind of have these guys clash. Um, and I think, as I said last week, Trey Lance has every right to be incredibly upset and, and to be frustrated with how this is all played out. But you don't get a whiff, a whiff of that from Trey Lance. So I think everything has has worked out well behind or below Brock Purdy as well. And without that, who knows? There, there might be a little bit of drama, but I don't sense any of that forming. No, I think that's a good point because I, I think that's also the reason why Sam Darnold w- was brought in. I mean, you want him to continue to fight for a potential starting job. If Brock Purdy's not there, you obviously want him to be QB2. And if not, slot in as your third quarterback. But you bring in guys that are professionals that understand the business and when you have a non-homegrown quarterback, I think that's an important part of the injection into your quarterback room because Sam Darnold comes here with the understanding that he might play, but of course the logical reasoning is that you're not going to play a whole lot if Brock Purdy is healthy. And even if he is, you might not because Trey Lance might just get that opportunity or take it from you. And so I think right now they have a great room of, of people and – the, the culture, I don't think, is anything that you can knock in, in any way. It's just a matter of kind of where, where your preference is. And the way that I would sort of label each of these three quarterbacks is Brock Purdy is more proven promise. Trey Lance is potential. And Sam Darnold is a little more of that, that floor quarterback that is more proven than the other guys just because he's played more games. And so that, that's the only reason why I feel like Trey Lance is kind of stuck in the middle a bit is because he has a bit of Purdy with, with that potential, but he hasn't been able to show it yet. And of course he might have more promise than Sam Darnold, but we just don't know yet. And so when you have one of the same, obviously you're going to rely on the one that's shown you the most. And right now that's Brock Purdy. Yeah. I I think that I'm I'm trying to find the the right way to phrase this. I know we're going to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo coming up here in just a minute, Think back to some of the situations over the last couple of years. Jimmy Garoppolo always said the right things publicly, Evan. I I think you'd agree with me there. 
uh, talking about Trey Lance, but you always sensed a, a little bit more of a, I don't know, a wall, kind of a disconnect between him and Trey Lance. And you could understand it. It's not blaming Jimmy Garoppolo at all. He was a guy who was a, a completed pass away from winning this franchise a Super Bowl. Um, and then they drafted his replacement a year later. And, you know, the, the rest is history. He had every right to be upset. But in that QB room, there seemed to be a, a little bit more of a disconnect than there is here. And, and not to say that, that that makes Brock Purdy better than Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever. The, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Um, it, it just is interesting the way that the, the 49ers most recent quarterback rooms have kind of felt a little bit different. And a big part of that, of course, is Jimmy Garoppolo's status as a veteran in this league. And, and Brock Purdy is not that. They're two entirely different situations. But this QB room also just, it feels a little bit different in a, in a better way, in a positive way than ones of the past. I, I'm, I'm not really sure what that means for the team now moving forward because that Garoppolo QB room is, is one of the past. But it, it does feel a little bit different to me. Yeah, I do question how well it will mesh with the rest of the roster considering the, I guess, two timelines in a way that the Niners are on in a bit. Uh, but that's certainly a conversation we can table for now.